0: Yo, 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 what's up? It's CJ today, from the Upgrade America podcast, episode 14. Thanks for liking, sharing, subscribing, watching on YouTube, on all your podcast outlets. We have a special guest, Mr. Mariah Cannon. This episode, um, we get into some heavy stuff and we support the youth here on Upgrade America 2.0. So... Like, share, subscribe, listen. We appreciate you. Stay blessed and prosper. Peace.
1: crazy because it may get caught on camera. Yo, you already know what it is. Peace World Upgrade America. That might have just got caught on camera But anyways, all our upgraders around the world Happy to be here with Mariah Cannon She's a published author The author of The Land of Fear She's also a mountain climber She climbed uh, uh, I want to say the High Point is one of the highest mountains in New Jersey She's a 3D okay. printing artist She has numerous models And is familiar on several machines She is a how do you say, a civil rights activist. And she participated in several protests for for uh, George Floyd and against police brutality. And she's rocking the shirt. Shout out to her mother. Nye. love you. Hooking us up with the Fresh merch all day. Fresh. Hey, America, you already know. Here with CJ, the Day Slayer. We're talking about George Floyd in relation to bullying and uh, in addition to a whole lot of other topics. Ryan you got anything you want to say off top before we jump into the show? Mm-hmm. Okay, see you. Yo. Good.
0: Say again? What's what's good? What's popping on your ass? Oh man, <laughs> getting back in my fitness journey. Uh, I went rollerblading first time in year. Well, I've never rollerbladed. I've done the regular skates. That was uh, <laughs> interesting. I fell like three times. You know, Jeez. got some scrapes here, battle wounds yeah. real quick. Elbow pads? Yeah, I got those, but like where I fell didn't cover. So I got like on my forearm-ish. I got two nice little scrapes. I'm good, though. Um, I walked my neighborhood, and then I did like combat conditioning. So it's a stretch. Mariah is
1: more fond of the old school roller skates than the roller yeah. I'm a rollerblader. I like. I haven't done it in years, but I like rollerblades. All right, what are your thoughts on rollerblades?
0: Uh, it's different. I like the feel of it, but four. I say four skates are easier, but rollerblading is definitely going to be an adjustment. <laughs> I just don't like how it feels. Yeah, she
1: thinks they're scary and does not like the how they feel. Well, yeah, we got a great show. Uh, to jump into. Again, today, this week, we're, we're going back to our roots in Upgrade America to discuss ways to upgrade America. There's an incident at school that involved, can you let everybody, let the world see your shirt? That involved George Floyd, and uh, you, can you tell us what happened?
2: Um, so I was I,
1: Speak a little bit before okay. and, and ter- turn it up like you got
2: a pair of Okay. So I was um, I was in math class and I was just like trying to do my work and and this boy said was like joking about George Floyd and this and like how I know this is because he's he was like oh I can't breathe I can't breathe and when I, when I when I first heard it I was like why is he saying that and then I heard George Floyd and I repeated it again. And, and then, it was a
1: group of. It wasn't No, it wasn't. Boy. It
2: wasn't a group. They were all talking, but he was the only one laughing about it. They just From, didn't pay any mind to that. Bro.
1: Still, it was a. Um, it was a traumatic incident for you, and the way that the school went about it was more or less they brushed it off. Like, yeah, it was just he just said, "I can't breathe," and referenced to the George Floyd and was laughing, and I was. I had to explain. Like this is almost like someone joking about the Holocaust. You know, like if that were the case, that wouldn't be tolerated. It wouldn't be just a stern talking to. There would be some sort of uh, administrative action. Or just action. And that didn't occur. We had the up channel. And what what ended up what what happened? Uh, as a result?
2: As a result, uh they didn't do anything until until Cameron and my mom stepped in. They they're like um the principal said that they're they're gonna talk to him and his parents. And then the next day, the following day after that, they sent him back to class knowing that I was very uncomfortable with him around me and my in my learning environment. I, I actually cried because of that,
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: and it was just, it was just like, it, it, it showed me that the school isn't really taking, taking this matter seriously, mm-hmm. they needed to do something like about it, um, instead of just giving him like a, oh, you can't say this anymore. Um, so yeah, that really kind of like hurt me a lot because it just it just like proves that the school that the school isn't like really taking taking um people's like how do i say this uh feelings. feelings yeah feelings and really
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um
2: i really don't think they put all their efforts into stopping this
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i don't think they actually like they put their full time and energy on some on this matter because it is very important and I, just, I think it deserved more than just a talking to and like letting him go back to class.
1: I think you need to have a zero policy a zero tolerance policy with okay. these students. One because you have must consider the you have to keep a, a safe learning environment for the students. You have to consider their feelings But two, it's like you must consider that these same students who are doing this type of bullying, racial or or even joking about uh, human rights violations. These Mm -hmm. same people will grow up to be in positions of power. They will grow up to be lawyers. They will grow up to be judges. They will grow up to be police officers that may or may not kneel on the necks of, of, you know, other people unjustly so if we as you say enable a culture where people can just like say these things we brush it off like it's no big deal that same these kids are going to grow up and uh, it's going to bleed out into their professions and for all those who say that systematic racism isn't uh, it, it's, it's a myth <laughs> Guess what? This system is run by people, and people bring their values into the workplace. And mm-hmm. this, this, uh, this principal—we're not naming names—but when he nonchalantly called back, like, "Yeah, he just said this," and we gave him a stern talking to, and we'll make sure that'll never happen again. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Let me get on. Uh, let me get on the an email. And word to all our parents who are listening out there, like. Once having a conversation, a lot of information gets lost, but with an email chain, you can hold people accountable for their words and you can share those words and you can loop other people in. So I would advise you, yes, have a phone conversation, but by all means, have it, create an email thread. I'll rank all day because this was a topic near and dear to my heart, but what else do you have to say on the matter?
0: I mean, how do you feel now after it's happening? And I guess, what would you like to see Uh um, incident for you? Like, how do you feel after the incident? Um, Has anything been like still going on or?
2: No, actually nothing has been going on ever since the incident because Cameron had uh, so graciously um, (laughs) emailed, (laughs) I didn't say that. Um, Emailed the school about this incident. Um, the superintendent, right? The superintendent, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. it, like said that they would remove him from the class because because if it would if Cameron didn't like email the teachers about it, then he would have still proceeded to go back to the class. Mm-hmm. He, that would have just made me like more uncomfortable. Like I would have to like do something. Like I would just have to move with my classes myself. But like, why should I yeah. move my classes for something that he did? Like I'm not doing anything wrong.
1: Why should you be penalized? I agree. Yeah. Now, like, it's, this is we got a, a three three brilliant heads here. Like, what can we do, upgrade America? Like, what what can we do to to mitigate, if not eliminate this in Environment.
0: Um, well, you know, we've been, you know, championing um, civics like debate, um, making this a teachable moment, having maybe a psychologist there to help mediate between both students and say, yes. hey, this is why this is not such a good thing, da, 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 da. these are the effects, that, that might have been an option. Just go ahead and nip that in the bud.
1: We're not this
2: interrupt us interrupt uh, no, see Please. What's your? Like this, uh... really, really, just, anyway. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: I think that that uh, that schools should the school students should be educated in the matter of of um these kind of incidents mm. and the whole situation going on with, that that is going on with George Floyd and other uh another uh
1: cases of police yeah other yeah
2: other cases uh, throughout history so and then i I also think that that um schools should take this more seriously and Mm -hmm. and why this is such a big deal Mm -hmm. to to uh, black communities and Mm -hmm. and um other communities as well not just black communities but also others um and also other cases that happened with that with like sorry not with that i mean i'm just saying
1: sorry anyway um all right. uh, I what you saying but it's,
2: it's like we just, want
1: equality it's, it's not it's,
2: it's not like i'm not i'm saying that like it's not important i mean of course it is but it's just like to me i'm i can't, i really can't speak up about other uh cultures because i yeah, yeah. i'm um part of the black community, but of course I
1: have other cultures than me. don't <laughs> Oh yeah yeah so, <laughs> Naraya just got her DNA ancestry test back. Okay. Turns out she's part Scottish and a whole lot of she uh, shares some
2: Irish, one percent Portuguese um <laughs> yeah, to, I'm right so-
0: here with you, don't worry. I showed Cam and my I showed Cam mine a while back, so yeah. Well-
1: it really is interesting because it's like we think so one dimensionally like mm-hmm. culture we just say oh we're black and a lot of europeans asians even uh hispanics they trace their heritage back to a single nation and it's difficult for for african-american people black people or have melanated whatever we're identifying today as, to do that mm-hmm. because of slavery slavery was just like yo we were we were taking it from Africa multiple different nations and tribes mingled and and our names were forgotten our history is forgotten and and from there we were mixed up but this was really cool because we got to see like you know a little bit about our, our background and, and our DNA
2: um, I also have other things to say um so like so uh, in the history, in the history that I'm learning in school, mm-hmm. it's not really like, it's not really like, uh, white, uh, uh,
0: uh It's alright. Um, um,
2: it's not, it's not like, uh, like presidents important people in America back in the 1800s, 1700s were like, oh, they're so they're such great people and they did this and they did that, but it's like but it's in reality it's not really that it's not really that simple, like there's more to it about, like it's more in depth in, in, sorry, in, in, in depth about um, about their, their lives and how they live and stuff, like they don't really mention that this they did this about slavery and that, and I just it's just like, and I talked to my teacher about it, and and it's, it's, and you know it's just like, mer- like uh, like America is kind of like ashamed of slavery. Like, why would you be ashamed after like so many years of that happening? Like, like so many. So many centuries of that going on. Like, why would you?
1: There, I, I, would say that, and I'm just taking a guess. I can't speak for 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 America, white America, for that matter. It's they did not right the wrong. Meaning, it's like it was an atrocity. We're talking about centuries of people were just born into slavery and they died in their work to death. Centuries of that, and the government permitted to The government even regulated it. To some extent, I'm like this is what you can do with your slaves, what you can't do with your slaves. Yeah. And at the same time, they let that ride for centuries. Let's just call it 400 years. We all know it was way longer than that. But like, they did that for years. And then afterwards, they said, okay, slaves are free. Remember we were talking about the Emancipation Proclamation? No, continue. The 40 acres and a mule will ring a bell.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 about Abraham Lincoln.
1: And then, so yeah. Mariah asked me, did they. Mm-hmm. With that, and so CJ, I'm ask you: did, did Abe ever come through on that deal?
0: Nah, and it wasn't it a part of uh, General Sherman's field orders after the defeat of the Civil War? The South was like, "Hey, all the enslaved folks should get 40 acres and a mule." I think that's where it came from. Andrew. Something like that I think it's something like that. If I'm if I'm being correct, but. It was said, but it wasn't, like, written in law. It was kind of like, yo, they should get something. Like, they were enslaved. And I can't remember if he was a general from the north or the south. That part I'm fuzzy on. Um, but it never made legislation. It was more like field orders. And that was it. Mm. So that's where that term comes from, 40 acres and a mule, a.k.a. reparations for being enslaved. So
1: and that- what- well no 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 these are two different things we are talking about. So Okay, go
0: ahead.
1: Three acres and the mules if you were to take up arms and join the
0: union. Right. I think I'm trying if, to remember. I'm a little fuzzy on that.
1: Arms and you were to join the union meaning the north, meaning the federal government,
0: and, and fight
1: the rebels, that they would be entitled to this, right? So that was my interpretation. I could be wrong, fact check me and correct me. Yeah,
0: definitely fact check.
1: But like that didn't happen. Reparations—that just means no matter if you fought the war or you didn't, if you were enslaved, you're entitled to reparations. You know what reparations? Are? Yeah. So every time there's a conflict and the government is wrong, because governments are not always right. The governments do bad things all the time. The governments have wronged the Indians, the Native Americans. Pardon me, you're not from India. Yeah, but- I. Um,
2: I also I was um in history class. It was it was like. I think back, uh, so I don't remember like what, specifically what we were learning, mm-hmm. but it was like the the president at the time said, uh, the lands that the Native Americans were living on, they needed to take that because there was gold there, I think, or something like that.
1: Um, um that may be South America with the Mayas or Intex with Cortez.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Cortez in the City of Gold.
0: Um, that's that was Florida, I think. It'll be down here. Or, wow, what's his name? Man, now my history is fading. <laughs> um, Conquistadors? I'm thinking of Conquistadors yeah, the- and stuff like that. Like, Louisiana Purchase, all these things going on. Um, so. Well, yeah.
2: This was, like, way before the Lu- Louisiana Purchase even went on. Like, centuries.
0: Yeah,
1: because Cortez is, like, when Spain sent... Spain sent more people just to, uh mm. I think it's like Christopher Columbus already found the Caribbean and then Spain's yeah they co- they put a flag in the Caribbean let's just leave it yeah. and then <laughs> yeah Spain sent more ships and that's when Cortez they went in there I think it was the Aztecs and then they killed them all and took their gold but but please I'm sorry go ahead um
2: anyway uh um... Uh, the president said that we need this land we'll give you this uh this uh land and then it was and then it was just and then the president and all of his colleagues thought like oh this is just like some kind of like poor land poor soil and it actually turned out that there was gold there and then the native americans moved there uh kind of it's migrated there and and then they later found out that it was rich soil, so they said, Um, I'm sorry, we kinda like need this soil, need this land back. Um you can move somewhere else, I'm sorry, but you can't you just can't
1: right. So you're saying America kicked the, the name Yes, the Americans? yes I Whereabouts maybe like, where like uh like Alaska
0: about? I don't know.
2: Uh, I don't uh, know I, I don't exactly
1: I know know. You got-
0: or, you know, that whole thing. But I
1: was only bringing the Native Americans up to say they got paid. government paid them. They paid reparation. And there's the Japanese. The United States government's wronged the Japanese as well. And mm-hmm. the Japanese got paid. There's a whole long list of people who have been wronged by by governments and who have received reparations. But the people who have experienced the most, and probably the oldest, on, on the queue is is, is, is the descendants of slaves yeah. and not received one yeah. dime of reparations yeah. mm-hmm. and that is it, what's wrong you know, it, that's it, it what's was, still wrong with America it was
2: just like it was just like oh we brought you into slavery and then we released you like nothing ever happened like a pat on the back like yeah good times good times
1: and it's like they're pretending though and I think it's, and I don't want to say there because it's an institution it's this this mm-hmm. The institution is is acting like exactly like what you said. Like, hey, you're free. Like, pfft. hey, you're forget free it. Forget less it. Less <laughs> never happened. Yeah, we're just gonna pretend that it
2: never happened. Like, we're we're all we're all people, civilized people here. You know, we could agree that that was bad. But now we're moving into the future.
1: And you gotta really consider the generational effect on there it's like okay the first descendants of slaves who are who are freed with no resources and then you're talking about an entire system another system of Jim Crow being built on top of that is Mm -hmm. that first generation had it very difficult the second generation where you brought up a very good point CJ where you said did you say the unions were, were created, like, back in
0: the day? Because Oh, yeah, 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 Uh-huh, because enslaved people had all of the trade skills from being enslaved. So when we got out of slavery, we took up all those jobs. We were actually able to create wealth and jobs for ourselves right after slavery. We had a very um transformative and... Dope period from emancipation till I forgot what year, but it was like 30 or 40 years where we were successful. We were building up everything, like we were doing fantastic. And then that's when the Jim Crow laws started getting passed. I and mean, then that's when they unraveled all of that. Um, so they created labor unions because we had all the skills and white immigrants didn't and so that was their way to equalize or compete and then they froze us out of labor unions um to secure their financial future and you know economics so and then it was a constant battle but I mean overall unions have helped Americans across the board but that's kind of where it came I
1: just I think it was it was shocking when you, you, you told me it about how
0: they were formed. um i don't know what what other solutions would you like to see at school involving incidents like this and i did want to bring up a couple other comments because i was thinking so cam and i have been kids we've been your age and kids say cruel things like let's be honest and i think the only difference is kids will just learn from other adults versus now you guys have the internet, you grow up with the internet at your fingertips. So the knowledge was limited on say insults and all that stuff like that. But now that TikTok videos could be made mocking these certain incidents or everything else, a part of it is par for the course or this is something you're gonna deal with in your maturation as a young woman to a woman. So. I'm kind of just trying to say, like, this is just going to come with the territory, even though this incident might be bad. It is also a learning lesson for you that to have what me and Cam came. Well, I kind of came up with this and I talked about Cam. When we travel abroad, we in our intellectual armor, especially as black Americans. So this is an intellectual armor moment for you to understand. Um, History, learning, learning, yeah, learning our history is highly important because as you can see, just like you're describing, they're not trying to teach us our history. We already been taught mythology anyway in American school, like him and I know this, besides Greek and Roman, American mythology, (laughs) so... They're trying to erase all this in the process of miseducating you. So it's up to the parents of black Americans and other melanated folks to teach their culture's history in America and abroad, you know, like where their home country is from as well. Um, I wanna say it sounds like you handle it with grace. And um I am proud of Cam for handling this professional. We have this Skill set from the Air Force. Shout out to the Air Force, Matt. Cool. Um, but um, I just wanted to make that point because, I'm gonna be honest, the world doesn't care. Like they don't. And I want to say that we need um, social media responsibility in education and guidelines to dos and don'ts that should be taught, especially now. Um, and cultural exchange somehow. So maybe, I'm not saying you wanna be friends with this guy, but if you were to say have a supervised, like the parents meet each other, kids meet each other and hang out like at the playground or something, I don't know, something, whatever, you can do some cultural exchange that can also help break down barriers because a lot of times these people live in enclaves or communities that are just them and not diverse. You know what I'm saying? I can't live somewhere that's not diverse. I don't function well with that. I, I can honestly admit that. So these are just some things and insights I was thinking as listening to your experience.
2: Um, I also I have a comment about what you had said um about breaking down the barriers. Metaphorically not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh
2: um, <laughs> about about um about
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. a friend friend bully. Um and I just think that um the racism and, and things of that nature is a learned uh skill instead of an um innate skill also science shout out to my science teacher
0: um okay
2: <laughs> sorry um uh i think it's it's a learned uh skill set a mindset because mindset,
0: yeah, yeah I agree.
2: about um when you know children grow up it's like they're not born racist and and like they're not mm-hmm. like fully schooled on that and then when they continue to grow up and if they're like and if their uh, living environment is like filled with that negative energy then it's just like it it carries on um to the child
0: that's very true they even uh, were mentioning that um, racism is a mental illness mm. that, that has is- been brought up actually so
1: and it's like with that that we we established it's a learned behavior uh, a learned mindset like what can we do with the i suppose there needs to be some sort of penalty for the for the parents
2: um i i i think that school should not only educate the uh the te- the, sorry not the, the students not the teachers I mean well yeah the teachers but the students and everyone in the building but also <laughs> the parents so they know like what kind of learning environment like their kids are actually around so they understand completely about the matter
1: i I, I agree because the the parents bear a, a, a huge responsibility mm-hmm. to you know the outlast the out of, of their kids particularly in, in the racial nature they're either negligence meaning they're they're allowing their kids to access like media that promotes this type of behavior and they're not intervening to stop that or they're either doing it themselves like they're using the frequent racial language or, or joking or jesting about uh, how you say human rights violations mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there's a culture While we're here on this spectrum And we, we, we mourn for George Floyd And we feel for him There's a spectrum who's on the other side And shout out to the Blue Lives Matter crew Who they actually finance the guy who killed him Like they raise money for him raise money for his defense Um, so all these kids who are wearing them their parents are wearing the little putting little flags in their little how you say uh, their their little soccer mom fans. like Like, they sponsor they champion killing him and that that makes me uneasy but go ahead Um,
2: i have a comment about that so blue lives matter i i from what i've heard like i don't really know if this is true or not but this is just what i've heard but it's like a mockery of Black Lives Matter. I guess it's, like, that, I like it. the whole George Floyd outburst and, and what happened with that, there, the police and the government was like, um, sorry, I think we should also have a side to this too. Um, it's not just all about you guys, sorry. Um, I also think that uh, Blue Li- the Blue Lives Matter, the whole uh, ordeal it's, it's just like kind of. I don't want to. I don't want to call it stupid, because, <laughs> um, but it's kind of like in that, like, matter. I want to say, not really. Sorry.
0: Um, well, it's like pro. It was basically protesting Black Lives Matter, which we yeah. have our own feelings on that organization. We agree with the movement, but the organization, as we see, as we predicted, mm, you know. So. And then you had all lives matter as well, so <laughs> you know.
1: And it's like the the saying behind it. Maybe it was taken wrong, but fundamentally, that's where I agree that every life matters. But again, the blue lives matter thing is you're talking about millions of dollars being financed to to uh, how do you say get uh, by defense and, and other things for for people who have killed. Cold blood
0: and
2: um but uh anyway like i was saying it's kind of like it's it's just like very i don't i don't i don't want to be like uh, stupid or dumb um i wouldn't like exactly say that it's just it's
1: kinda, juvenile yeah it's, uh, exactly I, I would give that it's like i could see it like it's like it's like a an elementary school bully like You made something with your name on it and they're gonna mock you and slightly different yes it is very juvenile i will um, give them that
2: like for me personally i think it's um it's really kind of like funny how 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 the government is trying to protect races
1: well so hold on i gotta interject because for our listeners and for your own education it's blue lives matter is not a part of the government it's a private organization it's Mm -hmm. like these are cops who are on their day job they're police officers but when they're off duty they meet in private and they have no you don't have to apologize it's a matter of it's like i didn't explain that to you clearly but now we know but at the same time what they do at the same it's still the same it's there it's a private organization but please continue I apologize. Nah, no no need to apologize
2: um I just think that it's like blue lives matter trying to defend the racist police like racist police force so like that like oh they did nothing wrong they were just trying to protect us so like that like protecting serve. I'm sorry where 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 does that fall into what category does that fall into because to me that does not seem like protecting and serving, like just because like I I watched a video about like what happened with George Floyd and it's mm-hmm. just for some counterfeit bails you needed to kill the man? Like, no. No. It was like more to the story than that. Like and we obviously know that. But yes, it's just babe. like but it's just for them to kill the man to kill him over counterfeit bills. Like you could have just like gave him a fine or something like that and
1: so it's it's a bit more complicated
0: yeah absolutely <laughs>
1: first for one did they have to arrest him for the counterfeit bills no because the arrest is ultimately when you take someone into custody george floyd had a problem with being inside the police vehicle so i get they're no fun unless to be in a cop car and so that's why they had him out there but the video shows he was not uh he was not resisting
2: yeah um i also have a commentary i also have a commentary on that as well and i think it's like very immature of the of the the guy who like pulled him through the police car to just do that like if if he was drunk or like in a drunken state then they should have just put him in handcuffs and let him put him in the car like safely and they and then and then if he was like re- still resisting they could have you know done something to to help him or something
0: so
1: constructively and, thinking is because we can't change the past So yeah, constructively speaking we talk about what we can do moving forward but um so if they have a, a similar incident like that moving forward then yeah like there should be no reason to put someone in that position particularly um, when he was at disadvantage you had five people on the scene and it resulted in Like did uh, it re- you did, did the whole
2: tonight. situation really involve try like really need five police five oh. policemen
1: to? Deal. Let's 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 see Jay the that they say answer that because we did former law
0: enforcement so more than likely for something like that and then once they call in his description and his size they're definitely sending back up so at least four officers would be on the scene not two for sure. Yes. So that's kind of standard procedure to have at least one other patrol come behind. Um, having in the five, it, it all depends on two when the call came in. Was it somebody, say, a K-9 or somebody solo already in the area while well, they're first on scene? Then backup comes up, too. So that's probably where the five could have came from. I'm not sure the details. Well, but you,
1: From prior defender experience, like if you're a negative t- patrol, and the incident is within your AOR, Mm -hmm. just show up. Because, like, for basic law enforcement and for military tactics, you always want to have your opposition at disadvantage. So if they have one, that means you have two or three. If they have two, you might occupy. But, again, it's usually like every patrol just shows, oh, all right, I'll I'll pull up. Yeah. the, the, The show of force is really not what's important. I think the biggest takeaway we can take from the George Floyd incident is the need, the requirement for a standardized use of force model across the nation. You cannot do chokeholds in Nebraska and do like, you know, wrist locks in another in another state. And they're across the board, just like how it is in the military. We have a standardized use of force. Like, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: you, you want to go over the old pyramid?
0: oh man uh whoo what was it okay obviously lethal deadly forces at the top then it was like um what was, what was the other one Assault? assault him? i forgot the chart now it's been so long
1: I, I can walk you from i'll walk you from from the
0: bottom from okay go ahead
1: hey someone's yeah we're, we're born to the young no, no. <laughs> but then there's a model that tells cops when they can use their weapons When they can, uh, anytime you're using violence, it's called force. Force is another word for violence. But there, in the military, there are clear-cut rules of how you engage the enemy, how you treat suspects, and how you use that. All I'm saying is that you need this in the law enforcement community. It needs to be standard across New York and PA. Everyone needs to do it the same. That's it.
2: Um, I think that it's kind of like about the Blue Lives Matter ordeal. Um, I just think that the government probably like is aware that it is going on and I don't know if they're doing anything to try to stop this or like try to like I don't know keep it.
1: Unfortunately like, in this country what blue lives matter while we some people I, on myself I believe it's unethical. I think when officers when there's a unjust shooting and then groups of people raise private money to get that person off. I think it's unethical. It's not, unethical does not mean it's illegal. It's legal, meaning you can do that. Illegal. And no, no, it's, it's legal. It is lawful. You're mm-hmm. allowed to. So
0: wouldn't that fall under the First Amendment, right?
1: It's legal.
0: It basically would kind of fall under the First Amendment. Yeah. Right? Because freedom of speech, uh, assembly, all that stuff, like basically that's what Blue Lives Matter would be right if i if i can
1: yeah kind of tie the, to that. i don't want to say it's like a super pack because it's yeah. not political, but it's it's almost like a lot if you think about it yeah yeah and here is our defense wow we don't like that i don't i don't appreciate the the blue eyes matter organization particularly when they glorify people who did things like that or other uh, unjust shootings across and, um, America. So I don't appreciate that. But here's what I, I gotta say, and you you can take the charge on this too. We need our own defense, whether it's called the Citizens Advocate Agency or something like that, we need to raise money. So when something happens to to you know people in the black community, there's an unjust shooting, they raised a million, then we gotta beat them, we gotta raise too. And we need our own packs. So if that's something you got any creative ideas how to do that, because that's how you fight this that's how you fight this battle. It's monetary right now.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't really know, but I probably will get back to you
0: on that. I appreciate <laughs> it. that's the energy. <laughs> also, I wanted to bring this up too. If you are taking this mantle of a civil rights activist, Be aware you need to be trained in self-defense. You need to be trained in, like, how to move in your normal everyday life. Because we have online, basically, tracking of every movement. You need to be careful, because what we haven't spoken about is activists get killed. Oh, this is my little shooter right here. Uh, They they get uh, assassinated. Oh, and ideally, that's
1: why I told her, just wearing this shirt is going... May come with its own unique set of consequences. Every has an equal and opposite reaction. Meaning that is a very powerful shirt, and it's going to move the your school, if not the universe. So, um,
2: I would I would like I know this is off this is off topic. Go ahead, go ahead. This is not involved the black me. I think I don't I don't really know. I'm not really. I, that Speak educated. your heart. But anyway, um, I would like to give a little shout out to Cesar Cesar Chavez. Because, um, I think he was a uh, civil rights activist for the, La- uh, La- the Latina community, the Mexican-American community. Um, and I think he's done, he had done a lot for them, um, with the whole, uh, equal rights, with farming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um... And he he risked he kind of like risked his life for them in a way. Um, he died of uh, I think he was sick, but he he didn't get killed oh,
1: allegedly. But if okay. we're talking about the same uh,
0: Chavez from Venezuela, well? no, no, that's Hugo. That's uh, Hugo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was coming definitely. I mean that's a whole other topic, but yeah.
2: <laughs> I, th- I think he, had, he um, had won the Nobel Nobel Peace Prize, but he was unfortunately deceased mm. when he uh, when he had won it. Um, unfortunately, I wish he was there to receive it, but of course I know he, he was probably like looking down.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I mean. Um just shout out to him, you know, and it's like everyone doing their part for, for for civil rights is, you just wearing that shirt, you're doing your part she participated in several protests against the... I remember yeah, out there marching doing her part, so it's like if we all do our, our part, we can move the world, you know that's, that's what I fully believe uh, this was great chopping it up with you, chatting with you, Naraya once again, shout out to, yeah. shout out First to my Lady
0: little,
1: Junior. <laughs> also, big ups on these. If y'all haven't noticed, we got these huge memory foam beanbag pillows that are like, yo, I use this thing every day. It's incredible. And, uh, yeah, we, we got them for sale. Uh, um, uh, I, I would also
2: thank I thank you for the viewers and the listeners out there
1: no who, doubt. Do who are
2: um who are watching this right now from the beginning to where we are right now because it really means a lot to me that there are a lot of supporters for uh, CJ and Cameron and also for yes, me so. too because I'm I made an appearance I'm making my okay
1: appearance.
0: I know right
1: okay uh, she is a superstar on the low man like. Okay. so from I
2: appreciate you participating and watching this even though you're not like in like this you're kind of like a part of it as well because you are watching this um, so I thank you all for that and I hope Likewise. you guys Blessings. you guys Blessings. are are healthy um, well and you guys are staying safe out there and everything's going good in your lives um
1: so I appreciate that. See, that's the energy we need on the show. I like that. Absolutely. I can't any better than that, we can end on that, Mariah. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. Arrgh! And for fighting for civil rights and upgrading America. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Peace. peace, all. All. peace. <laughs> Later, everybody. All right, IG.